Angela Yee, and y'all know I love to travel. Well, my friends in the U.S. Virgin Islands and I are inviting you to the gorgeous islands of St. Thomas, St. Croix, and St. John. From the amazing food to the warm hospitality, culture, and gorgeous beaches, USVI has everything you want in a destination, and no passport is required when traveling from the U.S. Start planning your getaway at visitusvi.com. That's visitusvi.com. USVI, naturally in rhythm. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Way up. What's up? It's Way Up with Angela Yee. I'm Angela Yee. And y'all know how much I love talking about health, about fitness, but I don't really love to work out. But Shanti is here with me today. <laughs> Let's go. We don't. We, you don't have no pressure in working out. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it starts with just thinking about something that you want to do. I'll give you props for that. I first. watch workouts on TV. You know how you lay there in the hotel room and you're like, oh, they got a workout no, going I don't. on. I don't know. And you know what else I do? I'm gonna be honest, and and we'll talk about some Shanti history in a second. But the other thing that I do is I look on Instagram and then I see workouts people do, and I'm like, I'm gonna try that later. And I actually save them and then I never do them. <laughs> but you want to know something funny? This is going to sound very shady, but we talk about, inst- like when, when when fitness influencers on Instagram show like six workouts and like do this for a minute and I'm like no I way. bet you can't do it for a minute though. Like they do it for like eight seconds right. they slow it down. I feel better. But I don't blame you for not doing it though. I went to, I have every intention and then you see those like 30 day challenges and it's like day one you know, you're going to do 10 push-ups and then day two. And it just, I don't know. How many days do you make? It None. Too. I just look at it. I told you, I saved them one day. But that's why I'm glad you're here because I'm sure I'm not alone in that. And you, Shanti, have had quite a journey just knowing your whole story of how you got to where you are today, where you, the person that everybody knows from insanity, <laughs> you know, and also hip-hop abs, that was very important, I think, for our community because we all want some. We still want some hip hop ads. Yes, we do. But let's talk about your history and how you even got there because this is our first time, yes. you know, sitting down together. And so I just want people to know where you came from. Well, I came from Camden, New Jersey, ooh, but ooh. Um, you know, I grew up in. You know, at the end of the day, I like to tell people I grew up with not a lot of money, so I got a scholarship to college, which came with a food card, and I could eat all the food I wanted, mm. and. The Domino's, um, Domino's delivered with the food card. So I just remember my freshman year, I would just order Domino's off the top. Like, oh, my gosh. And I wasn't running track at the time. And so by the time I got to my sophomore year, first semester, I was 50 pounds heavier than when I left high school. Ooh, and that so freshman 50. It was, you know, people had the freshman 15. I had the freshman 50. Sheesh. 
And then so what I did was I was like, you know, I forget this. I looked in the mirror. I was like very unhappy with what I saw. And I was just like, I'm just going to hit the gym. I got on the treadmill. I ran for 10 minutes a day for a while. Then I went to the weight room, eventually starting to love fitness outside of like track and field because I always play sports. So it was easy to be motivated by like winning, mm -hmm. but just internal motivation to want to get better. That was a different strategy for me mentally. And so I changed my major from communications to sports science. And after I did that, I had to teach group exercise classes. My very first class I promoted on the <laughs> college campus. And I thought it was going to be like, you know, 15, 20 people come. 90 people showed up. So my very first day of ever teaching, I had to teach two classes back to back. And then I, like, fell in love with Let it. me ask, why, how did so many people show up? Like, why is it that 90 people showed up? What was it that you did? <laughs> Um, so I was the guy at the parties in the middle of the circle, <laughs> and, you right. know, I was, I was very popular on campus mm -hmm. from, from my freshman year. Um, just like being active on campus, I was always involved in stuff and I was, you know, really interested in fraternities. And so I actually pledged Alpha Phi Alpha fraternity. So I knew a lot of people. Mm -hmm. And so once that happened, you know, I just like absolutely just got a lot of people to come to class. And I was really surprised, though. Right. And choreography was was your thing, really, at first. Yeah. So at first, I did a hip-hop aerobics class. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you remember <laughs> the Grind Workout. This is <laughs> dating me. I don't know how old you are, but it's, I'm 45. So the Grind Workout with the real world cast. Remember Eric Nees? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yes, I do. So you can date me all you want. Okay. Yes. We're all dated here. We're in our 40s. Let's okay. go. So, um... So I, I taught that particular routine my very first <laughs> class. I still remember to this day how it goes. And then from there, you know, the, the rec center was like, can you teach more classes? Can you teach more classes? So then I had to get certified in kickboxing, and step, and, you know, basic aerobics, you know, AFA certified. That's amazing. Spin. Yeah. Because you were making money from a young age then. Yo, and you know how much money I was making? Because I was, like, the only one in town that was, like, can I pat myself on the back? That good. I was at the time I was making fifty dollars a class, which That's, is unheard of. When I was in college, I was making fifty dollars a shift. Exactly. And, and was I? Yeah, I had to work a long time to make that little fifty dollars. So okay. <laughs> so yeah, it was numbers. So then from there, I got into dance, and then from dance, I got more into fitness, and then I got into fitness conventions. And then with fitness conventions, I applied to be a presenter, mm -hmm. and I started teaching all over the world. I wanted a word for best international presenter. And then I was in a pharmaceutical industry, you know, health and wellness and pharmaceuticals. Right. And I left that industry because I wanted to be a professional dancer, moved to LA, <laughs> started teaching group, group exercise solely. Now listen, and, and I, I, I watch you. And, and so during that time, you also dated somebody who was not very supportive of you. Yes. Moving to LA. Oh, you and, are you are oh, you know. Yeah, and doing your thing and I want to talk about that because sometimes the people around you and your circle can actually help dictate whether or not you chase your dreams or feel like I can't do this. You know, and that's an important lesson too. So can you talk about before moving to LA what that was like for you? Yo, so this is crazy. So I was dating this guy. I still have scars on my body from like him throwing plates at me and stuff like that. Yo, it was wild. So when people say they've been in abusive relationships, mm -hmm. they, you know, they oftentimes think it's only women that, you know, get that abuse, but like, you know, especially in same-sex relationships, it happens. Right. So I just remember coming home from one of my biggest um choreography shows it was actually my first big choreography show i got 
so much like love and support from the community. It was a few different cities that came to this theater and I got home and I was just happy. And I was in my bedroom and my boyfriend at the time was like, I just want to let you know you'll never be a professional dancer. Like where was that? What was he doing? Well, he was just jealous. Yeah, you know what that's, I'm saying? Okay. And that was the moment I was like, that was it. Because there's one thing to go through abuse and like having to mentally navigate your way through that. But it's another thing for me to tell me I'm not going to do something that I'm passionate about. Mm -hmm. And so like two weeks later, he went to work. I called my brother. I was like, yo, bring all the trash (laughs) bags that you can. He was at work. He only worked a mile away. Me and my brother like packed up all my clothes and then we just bounced. So I moved to my back to my mom's house. You know, this is important because I I did want you to talk about that because sometimes, like you said, people are always like, oh, how could you stay in an abusive relationship? But that was me. I would have did X, Y, and Z. And it's not always easy to get yourself out of that situation. And sometimes we also feel like maybe they're right. Yeah, you know, oftentimes it it comes to self-confidence, self-love, and it also comes down to what you experienced as a child because I was sexually abused as a child from the time I was 8 to the time I was 12. And so I found this out in therapy later, but what I found out was that my confidence was low and I thought that I deserved that kind of life. Mm-hmm. So we oftentimes look at people who are getting abused and we're like, oh my gosh, like if that were me, and I'm like, you can't say if that were me because you're actually not in it, nor yeah. do you know what that person had to go through and what they haven't worked through to be able to not make the decision that you're saying you would make now. And so, you know, I just tell people out there, like, give people a little bit of credit, a little bit of space to just, like, kind of work through that and also give them love and support instead of just judging them for not making the quote-unquote right decision, especially when it comes to your physical abuse. But more importantly, to be quite honest, the mental abuse is actually worse because it scars you for much longer. And I want to ask you, even dealing with the sexual abuse, you've been very open about that as well. Um, how did you like how did that stop? So this is so wild. So I'm just going to be super candid mm-hmm. here. It stopped when I was able to have an orgasm. Mm-hmm. So my abuser was my stepfather and he would literally come up in the middle of the night. He would always do it when he came home drunk. I would hear him pull up in the driveway because we had like a gravel rock driveway and I just knew it was going to happen. He fought with my mom, which their bedroom was right under my my bedroom. He come upstairs, go into the bathroom, turn on a light because in the bathroom, you know, you have the vent. Mm-hmm. So turn on the bathroom, close the door. So he, my mom probably thought like he just went upstairs and went to the bathroom. But he would come in my room, start by rubbing my butt, turn me over, perform oral sex with me. And it was so weird because like I actually had the feeling of an orgasm from the time I was eight, but I never ejaculated. And the first time I did that was the last time it stopped. Now, here's the crazy thing that a lot of people don't know happens. So for me, once he stopped, that was like my first heartbreak because you think that this this person's going around saying they love you and like you're their favorite child and you're doing this and you're protecting them by not telling. And so... I used to do things like when I knew he was coming upstairs, I would just be in my underwear. Like mm-hmm. I would do those things to it's try like to. It's like a Stockholm to syndrome. His, it's Stockholm syndrome to the T. I was going to say that at the end. Mm-hmm. Thanks for saying that. And so to a T. And nobody understands like what that's like. When I tell people that, they're like, what? Like that's crazy. And I'm like, the foundation of my youth was that. And I, you know, 
weathered the storm for that because I thought I was protecting my brother who was in the room next door. And I was like, mm -hmm. oh, at least he's going to stop fighting with my mom so I can take the brunt of this abuse and he's going to leave my mom alone. Right. And so it ended up happening. He actually stuck around for a long time. I, ne I never told anyone until I was 21 years old. However, I told my mom after she called me and was like, you know, he finally left. Like, he held a gun to my head, and she was like, it's, you know, he finally left. And that was, like, the end. You, do you feel like she had any idea prior, or you think she really didn't know? Yo, she had no wow. idea. Because he was, like, the person in the family. You know, when we would go to the, to Philadelphia, like, his family, like, he was, you know, he was the, the <laughs> what I like to call the H-N-I-C, you know what I'm saying? Right. And so everyone, like, worshipped him, and they thought he was the best. And so when we would go there, he would be, like, walking around with me. And I looked like him, but he wasn't my right. biological father, you know? So I'm walking around like, oh, yeah, like, I'm the prince of the family holding this secret and just going along with with what everyone else thought about him and um you never know but you want to know what's like even crazier so once i got into college and i started dancing i actually ended up getting accepted into this really amazing dance concert in philadelphia and i'd never talked to him as after i told my mom everything do you know that he showed up to this dance concert and stood in the back Isn't of it? the theater while i was dancing it was fucking psychotic i was that... like this dude is psychotic Wow, that's wild. So here's what I did. So I was like, all right, you have two options here. You can walk out of the room, like act like you don't see him, or you can perform the fuck out of this dance, which I did. And I walked up to him and I was like, I hope you enjoyed it. I turned away and I and I walked away and that was the last time I ever spoke to him. That is wild. And so he's never gotten any accountability or had any repercussions. No, but here's what's even crazier. No one ever really asked me about this this deep. So thank you because I'm able to share this. So come to find out years later, I'm sitting in the house with his sister and my cousin who's her um daughter okay and they ended up telling me he passed away i had no idea wow. that he passed away and then they so they also don't know that i was molested like i had they i wrote my book but they had no idea that this happened so they're telling me this and i'm like hey it's angela yee from way up with angela yee imagine swapping your car keys for a chance to move your body better mental health connecting with your community and creating memories without spending money join me and embrace nature's pace by taking a walk hike or a bike ride with reels to trails conservancy because our time on the trail is so much more than a day outside get ideas for getting outside at reels to trails.org slash iheart and on social media at reels to trails What's up? It's Angela Yee. And if you know me, you know I have several businesses. Well, one of them had closed down for a little while, but we just reopened it. And that is my juice bar. It's called Nourish Spot BK. And as soon as we reopened, we were really on the clock to find people who can make juices, sandwiches, acai bowls. When you want the best, you have to act quickly or someone else will get it instead. It's like if you're hiring for your business, you want to find the most talented people for your open roles before the competition scoops them up. So what's the best way to do that? ZipRecruiter. ZipRecruiter finds qualified candidates fast. And right now you can try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash way up. Maybe you see the perfect candidate. Well, ZipRecruiter's invite to apply feature lets you cut the line. 
You can invite your top choices to apply, and you can even encourage them to apply sooner. Amp up your hiring performance with ZipRecruiter and find the best fast. See why four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Just go to this exclusive web address right now to try ZipRecruiter for free. ZipRecruiter.com slash way up. Once again, that's ZipRecruiter.com slash way up. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. One of the most important things is having our voices represent us. And that's why black representation in media means so much to me and also to the black community. When things happen with current events and entertainment and politics, it is so important that we are speaking for ourselves and not have other people place a narrative on us and who we are and to tell those stories from our point of view. The next generation of influential black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's black voices are as distinct, varied, and nuanced as the black experience itself. In the Black Stories, Black Truths collection, you'll hear stories of joy, resilience, empowerment, and creating world-shifting things out of struggle. Every episode is a living account about what it means to be black today, told from a unique black perspective. From Bobby Schmurter to The Wire, Michelle Obama to Reparations, there's no limit to the range of black stories, black truths. Black perspectives haven't always been centered in the telling of America's story. Now, they are the story. In NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, you'll find a collection of some of NPR's best podcast episodes celebrating the black experience. Here are a feed of episodes from across NPR's podcasts that center black voices. It's NPR Noir. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR wherever you get podcasts. Good. And then they say, you know, we just want you to know that the last things that he was asking for was he was like, do you think because he died of cancer? And they were like, he was like, do you think, you know, my boys would come see me, which is me and my brother? And I'm like, are you like, are you fucking crazy? And so here's the crazy thing. So on TikTok, like a couple years later, Mm -hmm. I did this uh, story or this TikTok video about how I was molested. I explained this over the course of like how this song portrayed the, the, the TikTok to go. And that's when the rest of the family found out. They never found out from my book. They found out from that TikTok Oh, my video. goodness. So, yeah. It, <laughs> and it follows you forever. I mean, that happened less than five years ago. So in my 40s, you know what I'm saying? It's something so, you're still processing and always dealing with. I'm, you know well, what? I, don't, I, would, I actually don't. It's always with me. I use right. it as power now because that's I've been good. to therapy. I went to therapy forever. I'm still in therapy now. <laughs> I found it's out a something else in therapy like last week, which is a whole other conversation. But yeah, you know, I also saw you did your DNA testing. I sure did. I, listen, Shanti, I know we got to get back to the, but I do. No, wanna... we don't need to get the fitness. Let's talk. This is the real. This is yeah. real life. This is real life. Okay. Anybody can see me with a six pack or big biceps. But, like, what's behind the six-pack? Right. What's behind the what's biceps? What's behind the six-pack? You know what I'm saying? Because if it could okay. be empty, I could just be full of myself, or you could know why I'm telling you And you to know, sometimes deeper. people do think that. That is the that is sometimes the preconceived notion. Oh, he's got a six-pack. He's a, you know, a dumb jock. Exactly. And people do sometimes have a tendency to feel like, oh, he's just a, a guy that goes to the gym, a gym rat exactly all the time with nothing think. behind that. So I want you to talk about this DNA testing and this sister <laughs> that you discovered, your biological <laughs> father all of that yo so this is like crazy Let so me sit my seltzer <laughs> yo i'm like amped um i'm getting to tell all my stories these are stories that i tell my friends when we out to dinner and they're like what but um <laughs> so my husband so we did a dna test because my husband my husband was like i want to prove to you that i'm 100 white and i'm like there's 
And you know, I'm like, everybody derived from black people. You know, he was like, I'm proving to you that I'm 100% white. And I'm like, all right, let's see. So I don't know what we were doing, but we had friends over that day. It was like another couple, myself and my husband, and it was his his, um, mom and dad. So it was six of us. And, you know, the the DNA test came and we're like spitting in this thing. So anyway, you send it away and then like six or eight weeks later, you get it back. Mm -hmm. So we opened them up and he literally is like, I told you I was 100% white. I'm like, damn, you 100% white. Like, damn. Right. And then white, white. Right. And so, you know, I found I was, I knew what I was. Like Mm -hmm. I knew I was 25% white. I was 75% black. And it even told me where my family migrated to, which was like the Carolinas. Cause my grandmother was always like, you're from the Carolinas. Like that's where your family was. Cool. So I don't think anything of it. And about a couple of weeks later, I get this notification in my inbox in the the emails that they send out. And it said that I had a first cousin, but I ignored it. So then my mom calls me and she's like, yo, you need to check your inbox for, you know, the DNA test you took because there's a woman that's a the wife of my brother's barber that's saying okay. that she thinks that you're their cousin or <laughs> this sister. This is wild. It's wild. Okay. I know. And so <laughs> they're like, think she's thinking that we're first cousins. And my, my brother's like, oh my gosh, that's so crazy. Like, I'm, I've literally known this person. He's been going to this barbershop for like 15 years, right? So he's like, I've known this person. I, I saw them like their kids, whatever. Anyway, so she reaches out to me. We kind of connect. So she thought that my biological father's brother was her dad. But it had it, it. It actually ended up being my biological father. Wow! And he got her mother pregnant when they were in high school, and her mother, I believe, made her give the child up for adoption. Okay. So she, they gave my sister up for adoption. So she found this family. She lived with this family who, you know, raised her and loved her. But then she went on a search to try and find her biological family. So anyway, once she found me, mm-hmm. everything started to unravel. Right. And so she ended up reaching out to my biological father's mom, my grandmother, and was like, yes, like, that's your dad. And so we ended up finally... So she's been really close to my mom and my brother for about seven years. I actually didn't meet her right away just because I live in Arizona and I never got a chance. But we went out to dinner. Mm -hmm. And I was just like, you are 100% my sister. (laughs) Like... You out of time. It was just like... It was crazy. It was just crazy. Like, we don't look 100% alike, but our personalities... Like, she, myself, and my brother share this one type of, like, thing that we do with our personalities. And it was just really cool to see. And um, she's so sweet. She messaged me. If I don't message her for, like, a couple of weeks, she always messages me, like, hey, brother. Because she actually didn't grow up. She didn't know her family. Mm-hmm. So she's that just really lot, yeah. good at, um, like, staying connected. It's really, really sweet. You got a lot going on, Shanti. I'm telling you. Behind the six-pack. <laughs> it's a lot going on. You know, Robin Roberts wrote a book that said everybody's got something. Yeah. You know what I mean? So yeah. when you look at someone, you can judge anyone on the surface. You can be, They can look at you. They're like, oh, she's pretty. You know, she's successful. You know, they can think you somehow somebody gave you a lot of money and that's how you got your success. That's wish. how you got to school. Exactly. I would love that. Anybody Ex- listening, I'm fine. I don't, do not mind. <laughs> <laughs> so if you want to be my sugar daddy, honey. Nah, but um, so anyway, you know, you can look at anybody. The yeah. shell is nothing but what people want you to see. Yeah, no. And I think that's great because you've always been so open with everything that's happening in your journey. That's probably part of the reason why people feel connected to you. Well, you know, when I teach group exercise, no one really understands this. When I'm saying I know you can do it, it's coming from a deeper place and I know your muscles can push you up Mm -hmm. or I know you've worked this hard. I know you can do 
way more than what you're doing now, not just inside the workout, but outside the workout. So anyone out there that's about to work out, if you ever want to do one of my <sighs> fitness programs, just know. It's hard. I do not. It's hard. <laughs> but I actually don't care if you can do the push-up. Right. I just want you to take that into the motivation that's making you do the push-up <laughs> to help you achieve things outside of the workout in your life. And listen, for you, you even said that some of the workouts that you have is hard for you to do. Listen, I ain't got time. Listen. <laughs> I'll be the first one to tell you I don't have time for insanity anymore. You're not you're not you're not like gonna make me do a power jump. I mean, I'll do it if somebody paid me for real, for real. But um, you know, it's hard. Yeah. I'm I'm not like everyone says, you know, it's like when you see a, a person who's fit or they do have a six pack. I don't know if you ever heard or have you ever said to somebody like, Oh, you can eat anything you want. No. Like the only reason why I look like this is because I had to have a tremendous amount of willpower and commitment status in my own brain to stick to the plan. You know, people say that as far as get. Hey, it's Angela Yee from Way Up with Angela Yee. Imagine swapping your car keys for a chance to move your body, better mental health, connecting with your community and creating memories without spending money. Join me and embrace nature's pace by taking a walk, hike or a bike ride with Rails to Trails Conservancy, because our time on the trail is so much more than a day outside. Get ideas for getting outside at reelstotrails.org slash iHeart and on social media at Rails to Trails. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cashback on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Getting into shape is 70% diet, 30% workout. What do you think is the balance I mean, it's, it's 100% mental. Mm-hmm. That's why I have a tattoo on my arm. It says, conquer your mind transform your life because without the mental fortitude to push forward you're not staying committed right like if your body can do it if you have a healthy enough body to do it your mind is telling you i'm going to keep doing it somebody can work out for a year straight and their mind can flip or they can have one bad day or someone can pass away in their life or they can get broken up with and it'll all go to shit. Yeah. It's your mind that's saying like, no, like you got to fight. Like I got to keep going forward. As we are watching people transform their bodies with Ozempic and all these other, Wagovi and all these other medications. Mm-hmm. And then I'm hearing like, clearly that was, these are medications that have been around. People have been using them, doctors for diabetes and for other things. But now people are using it because they want to lose weight. And I understand that sometimes obesity can lead to other diseases. So there's that, um, I think, um, you know, that, that notion about like, don't just take this as a quick fix. But it is important sometimes to get medication because you don't want to get these diseases. It can be preventative. But what are your thoughts about that? Because I know you have to use those pretty much forever, Right is what they're saying for them to continue to work, kind of like Rogaine for your hair. <laughs> Come on, Rogaine. Um, <laughs> or you can get the new hair transplants; they work. They actually are really good. Okay, but um, that's another. Yeah. 
<laughs> Which I will I will get back to your question, but in insanity and in my early days of fitness, mm-hmm. I was bald. And I was bald by choice because when I was in college, I couldn't afford $20 a week for a haircut. So I would just start shaving my head. Bald and by so, choice, baby. So when I, right. So when I, when I started growing my hair out in T25, they were like, oh, like, is that a wig? Is that that? I'm like, no offense to people who do because I'm like, go for it. Like, live your best life. But no, bitch. It's I have not, money. It's I have my, money now. Right. You know what I mean? But my money didn't buy my hair. <laughs> But anyway, back to Ozempic, semi-glutide, and all the other fun stuff that people are using. So here's my take on that. I equate that to somebody who's getting breast implants, who's getting a Brazilian butt lift, who's getting a mommy tummy tuck. Like, these people are doing this for whatever reason they need to do it. Is it confidence? Is it... Most of the time, it's confidence. Most of the time, it's something they they don't like about themselves. So it's helping them actually live a better quality of life by thinking of themselves as a better person. This just now happens to be a medication. Mm -hmm. The only thing that it gets hairy is that it is very true. These drugs make you less hungry. It slows your digestive digestive system down. And, you know, it does help you burn the fat, basically, because... You know, Mm -hmm. that's why people with diabetes takes it. The thing is, there's no support. Right. People are getting it's like, here, take this. And it's a cosmetic drug. But unlike when someone gets gastric bypass and they have to go through six, eight weeks of mental evaluation and mental health support and going to a counselor, teaching them how to get better. This is how your life is going to change because you've never been thin before. They're just giving them the drug with no support Mm -hmm. behind it. And I just think that that's the one thing that's missing. If someone chooses to take this drug and the FDA says it's fine to take for the rest of their life, cool. But are you actually going to change the action that got you to the place where you were unhealthy? Or are you taking it because... You you have worked so hard and you ne- you were never able to lose weight and you were eating as best you can. So there's so many different mm-hmm. variables for me to be like, oh my gosh, like that's so dumb. Like I can't believe people can do that. Right. I'm like, look, it's your body. You know, I can easily say like you shouldn't do that. Like you should work hard. Like eat no, lettuce. And, and I think and it's I'm really hard that. when people do say, oh, just work out and eat better. Because that's if it was that easy, we would all. Is it, do it. It first, is not yeah. that easy. And no one, I think the thing that really... And we really, all fall down sometimes. <laughs> you got to go down to go up. Um, I think what's really, really annoying about that entire process is that every person that's listening and every person in here, we've all judged somebody on something, but perfection is temporary, change is constant. So mm-hmm. we have to stop focusing on judging people and be like, how am I going to actually change myself to be a better person? You know, if they're grown, if they're above over 18, they have to decide what it is that they want to do for themselves. I just wish that something like Ozempic, semi-glutide, these peptides that are helping people lose weight, I wish it More came support. With, yeah, just, you know, either weekly or monthly support to be like, how are you doing? Did you change your diet? But oftentimes doctors, no, sh- no shade of doctor, a lot of doctors want to give you medicine before they want to give you the, the guidance on how to change and mm-hmm. how to eat and how to exercise. So... I just think that there needs to be a bigger conversation around it because there are some people who are taking it that they probably see that they don't need to take it and they would be much more mentally healthy and more confident by doing it themselves. Now, let me ask you this about yourself personally, mm. since we've been doing this this whole Nothing's time. Off the table. <laughs> <laughs> but you've also um, been doing a different fitness journey now, right? You've been uh, doing these uh, fitness competitions. Yes. And so your body has changed. Yes, it How has. is that for you mentally? Because I know sometimes we're so used to seeing ourselves a certain way that now you're bigger as far as, you know, bulking up. How yeah. is that for you? Yo, so it's I'm going to be super honest. So 
when I first started the journey, I had shoulder surgery, so everything changed. Like, I couldn't do my HIIT training or Insanity. Didn't want to do it anyway. <laughs> you know, burpees suck. But anyway, uh, so I, I started... <laughs> no. So I started lifting weights, and I got this amazing trainer. Her name is Kristen, and she just, like... Kristen Bennett, and she just whooped my ass in the gym. And throughout that process, I loved it. I remember getting to 220 pounds and looking different, and each time I would weigh myself and I would stand 220 pounds, mm -hmm. my body was changing. But simultaneously as that was happening, you know, I'm a 40-plus-year-old man, and I realized, like, one day me and my husband were having an intimate moment. And so afterwards, I was like, yo, <laughs> he ain't as strong as he was before. <laughs> I'm like, something, something's happening. So now you're lifting him up. Yeah, you know what I mean? I'm like, I'm like, down there is not feeling the same. So I went to the doctor, and I was just like, you know, what can I do about this? I mean, I wasn't like, I could still perform, but it just wasn't. It wasn't, wasn't. It wasn't all the way. It wasn't, wasn't. Exactly. <laughs> so then he was like, you know, we have, you know, testosterone support for men. And so I actually got my first, like, testosterone. I actually got pills the first time, like pellets that they release every mm -hmm. now and then. Anyway, I switched to, like, getting testosterone shots. And it changed everything. Like I really? became, like, happier, more energy. I even slept better. And uh, my husband realized that I got stronger, if you know what I mean. Okay. Quote, unquote. All the way. So right. it just made me It just made me become so much more confident that I just told my, my trainer, I was like, I think I want to compete. And she was like, are you sure? And she actually said to me, she was like, I'm worried more about the mental yeah. effect that it's going to have on you rather than the physical effect. She was like, because you're going to feel strong, you're going to look good. And I was like, why? And she was like, because on show day, you're not going to look how you really look. Because on show day, you're basically taking your body and trying to emphasize your <laughs> kinesiology, right? You're trying to, like, your muscular skeletal system, you're like, how ripped can I be? How symmetrical can I be? And she was like, on that day, do not get attached to that face. And it's so interesting. I remember, like, looking at pictures, like, a couple days later, and I was just like, ugh. I'm like, I look so good that day for the show, but I'm like, that is not the face. But here's the thing that's like really tough. So then I had to go into a place where the judges were like, I got, I won, you know, five first place medals and I made it to nationals. Woo -woo. Okay. So I'm Light going flex. to, right, yeah, a little flex there. So I'm going to nationals in July. And so my coach was like, now you have to bulk up. And he, they were like, he and my coach, um, he and my trainer, Justin and Kristen were like, he said, you got to get to 235, and she's like, you have to get to 240 pounds. Now, mind you, why did I start this journey in the first place? Because I was 228 pounds, and I hated the way that I looked. Mm -hmm. So there was a total mental fuck that was happening as I was gaining weight. And the one thing that I absolutely hated about myself when I saw myself in the mirror that day is, like, my full face. Right. And I, like, still struggle with that today. Like, my, my husband's like... Oh my God, you're absolutely beautiful. And anytime somebody hits on me in the gym, thank you very much. When you <laughs> hit on me at 235, I appreciate it. You have no idea. So just keep on hitting on me. But um, so that's the only thing that's like really tough. And I love my body. I love the thickness. You know what I mean? Thicker mm -hmm. than a Snicker is a real thing. And uh, you don't have to eat Snickers, but you can. <laughs> I'm a Snicker. But, um, you know, so I love the body. I love the building of muscle. Like I can feel it. But. I still kind of have a problem with the full face thing that I'm working through. In oh, therapy. my weight goes to my face. Whenever I but gain so like cute, three though. pounds, my <laughs> face is like the first thing I feel like you could always tell looking at my face right before I get my period. My face oh. is like, yeah, Isn't I see that crazy? it. Yeah, it's annoying. Cause it's then so I, annoying. I hate certain like angles. But that... no one else thinks that way about us. Mm. 
No, I hear it now. <laughs> <I see laughs> We're on the comments, same page. We're yeah. on the same page. Like, I look at somebody, like, even when I see guys who I think are hot that were in, you know, a show, <laughs> and I see them in their bulking phase, I'm like, damn, you're even hotter, bigger. Like, when somebody <laughs> says that to me, I'm like, it doesn't apply to me. You know what I'm saying? So I'm with you. I saw that you also, because since you're so open, I saw you on, um, I guess it's called X now, saying that you feel you have sex like three to four times a week. Absolutely. Okay. Oh, follow me on X. Follow me. <laughs> yeah, we've seen on some X on X. X. Okay? I so actually just showed. X, X, X on X. I actually just showed two hundred thirty-five pounds, thirty-five pounds of beef yeah. back here because I'm we like, did. listen, we saw the beef. You saw it. Come yeah. On, follow me on X. <laughs> but um, yes, me and my husband have been together thirteen years, and let me tell you something. I saw the V too. Yes, the V is there. Yeah. I don't go too low. Not there, <laughs> but um. <laughs> Angela, you are taking me. What? You are taking me all the way there, and I'm here for it. Um, yeah, I, you know, I think so. Here's one thing. So I almost partnered with this cock ring company. Okay. And one, I, when we were going through the process of partnering with them, you, I found a lot. I found out a lot and learned a lot about, you know, male health down there. Mm-hmm. And one of the main reasons people get testicular cancer and things like that is because they don't use it. And the one reason why people really get, you know limp down there is because you know you have to use it if you don't lose it use it you it's lose it it's a muscle it. you gotta exercise right. that so muscle so me and my too. husband are like first of all my <laughs> husband's he's 52 he doesn't look it you can follow him on X to Scott Blocker um, and I'm 45 and I'm like bro like you are outperforming me like I gotta pull up you know what I'm saying <laughs> the testosterone helps too <laughs> but um yeah we have a lot of fun after still so after what happened with years. the Cochrane company they didn't want to pay me enough money. Okay. If well, I'm then showing my you cock, can make your own. it's going to be some money behind it. Do you hear me? I feel me? like you should develop your own. I think so, too. Yeah. Actually, one of my, one, the woman who... In that case, you know. I ha- I've had a request <laughs> to get, uh, for me and my husband to get dildos. <laughs> I mean, there's a real demand for that. I, I know, could, but yeah. I'm like, that's a one-time purchase. I got to figure out how to make passive income <laughs> from it. Now some people use them enough, and they got to get a new one if it gets worn out. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> I'm just, just saying. First all right. Of all, well, <laughs> moving on. <laughs> and listen, we got to talk about Dig Deeper. Because yes, that is do. your, um, <laughs> no since pun we've intended. been doing that this whole time. You know, speaking of dildos. No. Right, no. Yeah, okay, let's get back on the fitness train, <laughs> yes, please. Back, back to that. Okay. So let's talk about Dig Deeper and um, why you just decided to develop this new uh, program for people. It actually goes back to what I was saying about my shoulder surgery. I just realized that as I've gotten older, mm-hmm training the way that I was training before, while I felt really great in cardiovascular health, there's nothing better than putting on muscle, the energy. And what people have to understand, especially women, because y'all say, oh, you know, I'm going to get bulky. I'm like, no, you're not going to get bulky. It's not possible. However, you turn your body into a fat-burning machine the more muscle you have. But to make that more, like, in layman's terms, you will increase your metabolism the more muscle you have. And so, you know, a large... A large part of my audience for home fitness is women. It's way above 80%. But at the same time, women carry more fat than men. Mm-hmm. Naturally, you have boobs, you hips, you have your, your cycle, you know, these all of these things go into play. And so what I'm trying to do, obviously, guys, they follow it, they get it, you know, whatever. But I want women to understand, like, building muscle is not a bad thing. It is literally your best friend. And no, I agree. It helps your metabolism. That's why my trainer used to always tell me you have to do strength training because I love doing cardio. 
I will run. I will do all of that. But strength training is so hard for me, but it definitely does. And I think with your posture, it helps so much as we're getting older and we're all like looking down like this. Exactly. Even being able to work these muscles in your back, that's what's going to really help you with any type of pain that you have there too. And I notice when I do follow a regimen, it does help. Yes. So perfect. I love it. You you just gave a plug for Dig Deeper. Yeah. And what I do is I teach people, it's designed in three different like phases or collections, if you will. And the first one is like these giant circuits that just get your muscles sore, get them moving. I'm teaching you how to activate. Then it goes into like superset and time under tension where you gain more control of your muscles. It You really start to build. And then it goes to the build phase where that's where a lot of people find it difficult, but it's more fun because the weight is a little bit heavier. That's mm-hmm. where a lot of women get afraid. They're like, oh, that weight's too heavy. I'm going to, you know, I'm like, that's no, me. this is it. But <laughs> this is it. Day. But remember the first time you were, I don't know about <laughs> you, but like for people out there, the first time you're able to do a push up and how powerful that felt. Right. You know what I mean? That's just like the consistency that's building your strength. Or even a plank time. for me. If I, I remember when I was doing yoga all the time and then I was able to plank for 60 seconds at first because I couldn't do it. My whole body would be shaking. And then after I, I kept going and kept going and I was able to do that for 60 seconds, it was amazing. I couldn't believe it. Yeah, it's just, yeah. It's just over time. So dig deeper. Is all strength I'm training. I'm doing this. I don't, you need a bench and dumbbells. You can do it at the gym if you want. You know, you can stream it. And I take you through, and I'm telling you, the results that people are having just after 30 days, not necessarily, not weight loss, like body recomposition, just seeing their bodies change. Because I always say, like, a pound of fat is this big in circumference. A pound of muscle is there. Okay. So people are so focused on weight loss. Yeah. I'm like, focus on fat loss, and your body's going to get smaller and stronger rather than focusing on losing weight and you're losing muscle too. That's why just doing cardio, unless you really like it or you're a marathon runner or something like that, it's not really the thing that's going to give you the max benefit, especially if you're just a a quote-unquote regular person that's like, yo, you know, I'm a mom, I got to go to the pick up my kids. Like, what can I do to keep myself strong? Fine, 45 minutes a day. Lift and and do some cardio after, and the combination will be great. All right. Well, good. Well, I'm definitely going to dig deeper. I cannot wait to do this workout because I am trying to be better at making sure that I do some strength training because I know it's important for me. Yes. And, you know, I always talk about nutrition with um, my juice bar about to reopen and all of those things. So incorporating all of this together, I think, is the most important thing. And I want to make sure it's 2024. You know, we got to lead by example. And it's January. I see a lot. The gym getting a lot less crowded already. You know, but anything that you can do at home is a win to me. Yeah, it's it's, it's easy. It's mm-hmm. accessible. Um, and, and zero boundaries or barriers for you to actually get to the gym because you can do it at home. Because sometimes you'll be point... feeling like people are watching you when you haven't been working out. You're like, I don't exactly. want to go to the gym and people are laughing at me. I want to make a point to nutrition because I didn't develop a nutrition program with this, uh, even though I wanted to. But nutrition is majorly important Mm -hmm. for any kind of body recomposition or body change, weight gain, weight loss, weight maintenance. You just have to, like, rule of thumb, get in the protein. Get the protein and don't be afraid of carbs. If that's the, the two things I can tell you. So people, you know, you got to do. Yeah. Like, oh, I'm not gonna I'm have the no fries. carbs I'm tonight. Not, I'm not gonna. Yeah. Why? Like, and if you sugar. actually do strength training tomorrow, you're gonna burn. Like, that's what's burning when you're lifting the carbs. You and, know, and so. good. There's good sugars too. I always tell people that too. What's like the good sugar? Fruit. Hey. Yeah, fruits. Yo, you know, blueberries are nice. my favorite thing in the morning with my oatmeal. Okay, see, there you have it. Well, well I, have a, I, I have a trick. I have a quick hack. Okay. With blueberries. So, have you ever been to the carnival and you got like a candy apple? 
I used to love candy apples. I know. So get some blueberries, a bowl of blueberries, if you want a snack, and then you get some honey, and you just kind of drizzle it over frozen blueberries. Okay. Let it sit there for like 60 seconds, and when you eat the blueberries, it tastes like like candied apples, like candied blueberries, because the honey gets hard, and it's so good. You won't even crave ice cream. All right. Well, look, I feel like you need to put this nutrition program together, too. Me, too. Trust and believe. All right. We'll be looking for it. And trust and believe also the podcast. You guys make sure. Yeah. <laughs> But my podcast name is changing to Tears for Transformation, and it's uh, I'm reshooting it and relaunching it in just about a few months. See, so look at us—we covered all types of things here. <laughs> we did. Thank you. Well, I'm glad we were able to dig deeper today with you. Yeah. Also, by the way, and definitely you got to come back when I start um, doing the workouts too. I'll let you know so we can see what my transformation <laughs> is looking do. like. All right. Well, thank you so much, you guys. And how can people follow you and find you? Yeah. So you can follow me if you want to follow me on for fitness you can follow me on instagram and facebook Mm s-h-a-u-n-t if you want to follow me for fun you can follow (laughs) me on tiktok if you want to follow me for ratchetness follow me on x all of this at shanti (laughs) and if you want i follow him on x (laughs) y'all yes she follows me in a real place you get the fitness the fun and the ratchetness and a few cheeks here and there but if you want to get dig deeper go to digdeepernation.com all right well thank you so much it was really a pleasure i appreciate you it was my pleasure too thank you it's way up It's Angela Yee, and I love to travel. My friends in the U.S. Virgin Islands and I are inviting you to experience their beautiful islands of St. Thomas, St. Croix, and St. John. USVI is literally one of my favorite places. If you're traveling from the U.S., no passport is required, making travel hassle-free. I love the food, the people, the culture, and the beaches. Gorgeous. Add USVI to your vacation list by heading to visitusvi.com. That's visitusvi.com. USVI naturally in rhythm. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cashback on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.